women have played a major role in my life from my mother to my grandmother to teachers and even today business coaches women have made an indelible mark in my life and so in honor of women's history month i'm going to be interviewing some great women the rest of the month just to celebrate them and then just share them with you as well so i hope that you are ready for us to celebrate women's history month on the markeith brayden podcast Welcome to the Markeith Brayton Podcast. I am Markeith Brayton, former corporate nine-to-fiver turned lifestyle entrepreneur and personal brand business strategist. Each week, I will bring you inspiring personal development content and transformative interviews of some of today's most sought-after influencers and entrepreneurs who will help you unlock your fullest potential. Thank you for spending time with me today. Now let the class begin. What's up, everyone? I'm so excited to be with you today, and I thank you for joining me on the Markeith Brayton Podcast. I'm always excited and overjoyed that you decide to take a little bit of time out to join and listen in on my podcast. This week, we are starting an episode on Facebook Live, and I wanted to do something different. And because it's Women's History Month, I thought about doing interviews of some great women who I've come in contact with over the last few years within the coaching and digital marketing industry. And so I thought I would share at least four episodes of coaches that I've encountered, who I've worked with, who I've done work with to just highlight their gifts, highlight how they show up in the world and highlight them as beacons of light in the world. And so in honor of Women's History Month, I'm going to be sharing podcasts of four women who I really admire and who have really helped me along the way in my business. And this week, we have a great guest by the name of Shante Hawkins. And so I hope you enjoyed this episode. Listen in, take notes, and glean from what you learn. What we're going to be talking about in this episode is a book that she has written called The Woman's Playbook of Profit or The Woman's Profitable Playbook. And she's an awesome young lady, and this is someone you definitely want to listen into. So sit back, enjoy the podcast, and we will be back with you on next week with a brand new episode with another woman that I want to highlight for Women's History Month. I'm going to introduce our speaker for tonight before we get started, real quick. And then I'm going to invite her into the space. I'm not going to read her whole bio, but I am going to read some of the bio for you as we prepare to get started. And I'm doing a lot of different things. So bear with me as I transition all of these different scenes and use all this different new technology uh, that's before me. But today we have a great guest by the name of Shante Hawkins. The Bottom Line Strategist. Shante uses her extensive finance background and financial prowess to equip small business owners with the knowledge, the tools, and strategies to build highly profitable businesses. She helps business owners eliminate money leaks and income barriers and create their own profit game plan so that they can ultimately achieve massive growth, growth, success, and profit. Shante has worked with top business leaders to build wealth in excess of $1 billion and attract high net worth clients. 
She has worked with Fortune 500 companies such as Goldman Sachs and Bank of New York, in addition to other industry leaders like Grant Thornton. So we're going to go ahead and bring Shante into the room so that she can come in and you can see her. So give me a quick second. Shante, welcome to the Marquee Brain Podcast special edition of Women's History Month. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Like, I'm all, you know, all official. I get to be on the Marquise Braden podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm invited to hang out with you. So this is exciting. Thank you so much. <laughs> you are so welcome. You know, I had, had this idea where I just wanted to kind of highlight some women that I admire in the business, women I admire who are doing some great things, you know, and history is being made every day. And a lot yeah. of times we you, we recognize, which we should, many people who have done some historical things and who have lived great lives. But I wanted to kind of focus on women who were doing great things today and making history. And when I talked to you last week, I said you would be a great guest for the podcast. But thank you. So thank you for being on. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. Good, good. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. I read your bio, but, you know, what other things would you like for everyone to know about Shante Hawkins and how you show up in the world? Wow. So, um, let you know, there's always a, a short story. There's a long story. So I'm going to try to, you know, shorten the story and tell you a little bit about who I am. So I um, started my business while I was in corporate America. And from there, I transitioned full time into entrepreneurship. And, you know, it's one of those things that you dream of and you think about doing. And then when it's like, are you really going to be able to make it happen? Right. I'm hearing myself, Marquise. Are oh, you we good? Can, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what happens when you uh, when you're live and in charge. I thought my mic was <laughs> muted. Go right ahead. Sorry about that. Okay. Never. No. No problem. I get it. I understand. I know you got a whole production studio going on over there, so it's all good. But built my business while I was in corporate America, and right now, currently, I am full time, and that's one of those transitions that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with making. And um, you know, and and full time entrepreneurship isn't for everyone, and that's that's totally fine. That's totally okay. Um, but what I do is I help. Small business owners, those looking to transition from corporate America, those who have transitioned already are full time entrepreneurs. I help accelerate their profits. I love everything about the numbers. And so uh, some of my clients call me the profit lady because that's I'm always thinking numbers. I'm always thinking accelerating your cash flow, accelerating your profit, growing your business. Like, what can we do? So that's what <laughs> instead of the, the bottom line strategist, Marquise, they call me the profit lady. <laughs> Hey, the profit lady, you, you, what good is a business if there's no profit? Right. It's not really a business, is it really? I mean, yeah. yeah. So one of the first questions I would like to ask you just to get started is because it is women's history month, who are some of those women that you have looked to for inspiration or have, you know, borrowed motivation or have followed over the years that inspire you? Oh, my gosh. So there's so many women. Um, and I think it's so important, especially being a, a, a woman of color. Um, you know, when I entered this or even started down this personal development journey, you know, at first, I really didn't see a lot of women that looked like me. 
Um, and slowly but surely, I started to see more. And I'll tell you, one of the first women I probably saw on the journey was Doreen Rainey and, you know, Lisa Nichols. And so those are some of the women that I began to follow and began to um, immerse myself into their teachings because they looked like me. And um, there wasn't a lot of us out there at that point in time. And so uh, along the journey, there have been so many women that have, you know, I would say they've paved the way. You know, um, they've let me see what's possible for me because they've done it. You know, you think Allison Bird, um, Darnielle Jervy Harmon, one an amazing, amazing businesswoman. There's so many others, and I hate to like think of all the women and like and not call someone's name outright. <laughs> but it's like, there are so many women that I think um, we watch them from afar and. You know, sometimes they well, a lot of times they don't know that we're watching them. And it's so important. It's like being a little girl and I have two nieces and I think it's so important that they see what's possible for them. You know, if they decide they want to run their own business one day. I want them to look to their aunt and say, you know what? My aunt did it. I can do it, too. So I think it's important that we um, as women remember where we came from and really and begin to acknowledge each other along the journey, because it is difficult at times. It gets hard at times. And sometimes you're the only one in the room and it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> where's my sisters at? Where are the other women in the room? And so, um, you know, I, I really think it's important that we, you know, we pause and acknowledge and like, you, you know, you said it's Women's History Month. And so um, I guess you could say in some ways, you know, I'm making history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I thought about is when you, think about women's history, what first comes to mind for you? Oh, wow. Um, you know, I, I, it's just a level of freedom, mm. of recognition, um, and really being able to, it's, it's like being able to really do whatever we desire to do. Like it's Women's History Month. How are you showing up in the world each and every day? How are you making history? You know, and it doesn't have to be that you, I think when we think of history, it's, it's like we have to be in some major history book, but simply helping your clients, simply being who you are in your community, whether that's your church, whether that's, you know, your local um, YMCA, however you're giving back and showing up in the world, I think that's a way in which we, we make history. And especially as women, um, paving the way for others to come behind us. You know, to me, it doesn't need to be some grandiose idea where you, you know, cure cancer or something like that, but just simply showing up each and every day and, you know, knocking down some of these walls, right? And <laughs> breaking through some of the glass ceilings that are there. Um, it's amazing, though, to, to really be a woman uh, right now. Right, right. You know, and so it's all about making an impact and making a difference, which leads me to my next question. What do you feel like is your impact and the difference that you're desiring to make in the world today? You know, Marquise, so um, something kind of got me fired up last year, early last year, around the same time, around Women's History Month reading an article and it was talking about the stats of how many women business owners um, are making six figures, how many um, women business owners make it to the seven figure mark and just some of the challenges that women business owners face when it comes to um, getting access to capital, getting access to knowledge and resources. And so 
my my charge right now is I want to make enough money in my business so that I can fund other women in their businesses. Um, that's my goal. That's my desire. And I want women to sit across the table from another woman and have that woman understand her passion and her desire for what she's looking to do in her business and get funding and not, you know, get turned away um, and not and then feel like, you know what, it's not going to work. Right. I don't have the capital. I don't have the funds. I don't have the access. So I'm really um, excited about creating a space and a place for other women to come and get access to the resources, whether it's capital, whether it's, you know, trainings, um, whatever that looks like for her, uh, because I think it's really important um, that we uh, as I feel like as we make it and as we grow, it's our it's our duty and our responsibility to help someone else along the way. So even if it's one woman, you know, to me, that woman, she's a part of a community. She helps clients. She helps, you know, others around her, her family, her her friends. Right. So it's a ripple effect. So that uh, lending her a hand, investing in her company, training her, helping her grow. It extends beyond just her. It extends. It's a ripple effect. And it just keeps going on and on and on. And so um I'm really fired up about, you know, when I see these stats, sometimes I'm like, this just can't be like, it can't be real. It can't be reality. And then I have conversations with women business owners and I'm like, okay, well, maybe it is the reality. Um, but let's start to change that. Like, we don't have to accept that as that's our, that's the end all be all. So it right. starts with one at a time, one at a time. That's good. You know, I was reading uh, not too long ago about, entrepreneurship and those who were starting businesses. And it was important to note and exciting to read that African-American women are among the highest numbers of individuals starting a business. Yes. How does that make you feel or, you know, what excitement uh, comes forth for you uh, in hearing that? I mean, that's amazing. Like, I love everything about that. Um, that means that I, I feel more, I feel like we're taking control of our own destiny. Like we're taking it, we're saying, you know what? I'm talented, I'm gifted and I have something to give the world. And however, whatever that looks like, whether you make candles, whether you're an amazing speaker, <laughs> whether you create jewelry, whatever that is, but you are basically making an impact and you're doing something for your family and for your community. Um, you're built and, and, and depending on the type of business and what your goals are, you're employing others in your community and maybe even outside of your community, you may be employing other women and that's helping and feeding into their family. So I love what I love about that. And one of the things I, I think really, um, I've been reading lately and I've been seeing across social media is this whole thing of, you know, you sh me sharing with another woman what it takes to grow her business and what it takes to hit six figures and, and seven figures and, and beyond doesn't have to take away from me. Right. Like, you know, the knowledge and information is there. So me keeping it to myself does me no good. The, the knowledge, the resources, the information, I think if we can all understand that, the more we share with each other, the more we're all going to be able to eat. <laughs> like, there's no lack. But so many entrepreneurs, 
unfortunately do have that mentality, but you know what? We can all eat and we can eat good. <laughs> and we should. That's good. Yeah, we can eat good. And there's enough room for for everybody, right? The glass is not half empty. The glass is half yeah. full. It all depends on how you look at you look it. At it. Right. Those of you who are joining us via online, we are live today. And so what I want you to do is to prepare any questions that you may have uh, for Shanteo, for myself. Towards the end, we will uh, provide opportunity where we will answer some of your questions. If you have an interest in starting a business or wanting to know what those next steps need to be for you, or maybe you have a business and you're trying to grow and scale, you know, what mm-hmm. questions would you have? We are live tonight with Shante Hawkins. So Shante, you recently wrote a a book and one of the reasons why I uh, had you on today was because we want to talk a little bit about your book and it's called The Profitable Woman's Playbook. The Profitable Woman's Playbook. All right, you got it up. There you go. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about how, what inspired you to write this book. So the stats that we just mentioned um, a few moments ago um, was really a part of the inspiration for this book. But this the vision for this book came about three years ago, four years ago when I started doing my High Heels, High Profits online summit. Um, And the vision for that summit came literally it was a godsend. It was a download from God. And I was on the sofa chilling on Saturday afternoon and one of the things that dawned on me and started to come to me is that, you know, I get these questions and you probably do too, Marquis, like, how did you do it? Right. How did you leave your job? How did you start your business? And it's all centered around how, how was you able to get from where you were to where you are now? Like, how did you do that? I want to, I want to start my own business. I want to leave corporate America, whatever that question is, but it's simply, how did you do it? And what dawned on me and what came to me was I was willing to do what others weren't willing to do. So I was willing to invest in my business when others were investing in short-term cash, short-term fashion. So I was investing in, um, you know, what does it look like per- from a personal development standpoint, getting the, the, the knowledge, the tools, the information to take my business to the next level rather than just investing in a pair of shoes because they look cute right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so out of the summit, I knew there was a lot of things that I was like, you know what? I can do this with this. I can do this with that. And the book was one, a book collaboration was one of the things that I wrote down because the summit featured, I mean, we featured anywhere from nine to 15 or 16 um, women entrepreneurs. And one year we had a gentleman on as well. So we featured men and women sharing different tools and resources to help uh, business owners increase their profits. And what I realized was, At that time, when I got the idea, it wasn't for right then and there. So I kept it. I wrote it down and I knew one day I would do it. So last year, I put the whole overview, the whole vision. I took everything that I had been thinking about as far as the playbook goes and I put it to paper and I began to reach out to some other female entrepreneurs um, and introduce them to the the book um, and So it's a collaboration. There are 12 um, other entrepreneurs there. Becky Davis wrote the foreword. So there's it's 15 chapters. It's called The Profitable Woman's Playbook, 15 Strategies to Win Big in Life and Business. Now, the difference in this book is my vision was to take women beyond the business plan. 
you know, we hear, oh, you need a business plan. You need a business plan. But this is, this closes the gap. This is the action steps. This is, these are the strategies. How do I do this? So each chapter focuses on a unique and specific business strategy. And there's also a life strategy that we include in each chapter. This isn't a rags to riches, you know, book collaboration. This isn't, you know, um, I was down and now <laughs> it is not that it's marketing. It's sales. It's branding. It's media. How do I get media? How do I, inc- you know, how do I get more speaking engagements? What is needed to do? Um, it's mindset. There's a chapter on mental health. Like we cover so many facets of building an amazing, profitable business. Um, and not because we're all like these women, some of them are wives, some of them have children, some of them are single, but they're an amazing business owners. So what we want to display for every for, for anybody, I mean, men or women who pick the book up, uh, we wanted to give you guys strategies mm. for to, to, to help you build your business as well as manage those things that happen in life. Like, okay, when you feel like giving up, like, what do you do in those moments? So it's every, like, we got it all in this <laughs> book, Marquis, this in here. Listen, it's, I can't even begin to tell you. Like, I mean, we got, I'll just tell you some of the women who are in here. Um, Cheryl Wood, Darnielle Jervy Harmon. Um, Amber Griffiths, Dr. Cosette White, Jasmine York Ball, I mentioned Becky, Becky Davis wrote the forward, Tish Times, Ty Goodwin, Nikki Woods. Like, I mean, some of these women you, you probably know, right? And they're amazing. Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a hot book. Like, as I was reading the chapters, I was like, OMG, like, I'm writing this strategy down for myself. <laughs> this is what I'm going to implement. So, um, the book came about, I will say, the idea for it came about three or four years ago. Um, and I got serious about it about mm, mid, like middle of the year last year. So for the woman who is interested in starting a business and, and not really sure where to start, what are some of those steps, those immediate steps of those foundational steps that they would need to start taking in order to, you know, build the right foundation for a successful business. So first of all, I think get really clear about why, why you're starting the business, you know, because a lot of people are like, I have a business and they've had a business for five years or seven years. And the most they've ever made is like a thousand dollars. Um, because they are not treating the business like a business. They're treating it like a hobby. And there's a difference. So you have to decide whether or not you're going to be a CEO or a CVO. And a CVO is a chief volunteer officer, mm. someone who doesn't get paid. So they are giving away their services and their time and their products because, oh, my God, I just want to help. But you can't help anybody if you're broke. Right. Right. So you just have to make the decision that it's truly a business and you want to help. You want you want to make money, not because we can help. You can volunteer, you know, at the Red Cross or <laughs> the YMCA. There's lots of organizations where you can volunteer. But I think one of the things that I hear sometimes is, um, you know, I'm so talented. I'm so gifted. Um, I can't charge for this. Yes, you can. You were given that gift and talent, that unique ability that no one else has for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like I can go 
help raise over a billion dollars out of, you know, in corporate America with Goldman Sachs, one of the largest investment banking firms for myself. Right. Like that knowledge and information that I um, gained in that space is unique. Mm -hmm. Like that's not people aren't doing that every day. Right. So for me to keep that to myself is selfish. Right. So someone who is thinking about starting their business, where do you get started? First of all, you have to get clear that you are going that one, that you're worth it and that you're going to make money from it. Not that it's just something that, okay, it sounds sexy because being an entrepreneur and saying you have your own business somewhere along the way, Marquita got real sexy. Like everybody was like, Oh, I want to be, I have a a business. (laughs) But the, the, the the management of it right the the daily the day the day-to-day things that go on with how do you keep this business running some days you're going to love it and every everybody's going to be saying yes and it's going to be amazing and sometimes throughout the day you're going to be like oh my god what the hell am i doing and then some days you're going to be like oh it's on it's on it's on then you go back to okay i just want to get in the bed and cry and, i mean it's like these ups and downs so you really need to prepare yourself from a personal development standpoint, you really need to spend some time identifying um, your limiting beliefs, your money story, looking at some of those things, acknowledging them and changing them, because those are the things that when you get to certain levels, those things will stop you and you won't know why you've stopped. Um, and so really getting clear and getting intimate with um, who you are as a person and as an individual, um, because business isn't for I mean, being an entrepreneur isn't for everyone. So you really need to ask yourself, why do you want to do that? Um, Because like if you're just looking to make extra money, I mean, you could drive for, you know, Lyft or Uber or (laughs) there's a lot of other options out there for that. So really getting clear and then using some of the resources that are available to you. Um, Most you know, metropolitan areas or, or cities have a small business development center. Those those um, resources are free. Go in there, have a conversation, take the classes, learn about the different types of business formation. Um, just immerse yourself in that space and make sure that you're making the right decision. And it's not just something that you find all of a sudden it looks like everybody on social media is on the beach and they're an entrepreneur. Like that's not reality. Right. Um, <laughs> some of us, are, if you really saw behind the scenes of what's going on, you might be like, um, no, I think I'm going to just keep taking this check. every two weeks." <laughs> so you have to be honest with yourself. That's good. So I was typing the notes as, as you were sharing. So, one, ask yourself the question, why do you want to start the business? Yeah. Getting clear on your why and understanding and knowing that your why is really a major part of what's going to help keep you going when you hit those challenges and those snags and those yes. uh, opportunities that may want you. <laughs> when you bump you your head, yeah. when you scuff your knee. <laughs> All of that. So, yes. And then number two, utilize the small business resources in your city. Uh, most major cities have uh, SBAs, Small Business, I think, Association is what it's called, where they yeah, have classes. Yeah, they have classes, and there's even some, I mean, networking groups and organizations in your community that um, teach, a lot of times will teach and train new entrepreneurs um, on business startup and some of those things. And I will say this, 
it is worth every dime to make sure that you have a conversation with a tax professional and a business attorney in the very beginning. When Once you make the decision and you're absolutely 100 percent serious that this is what you want to do, make the investment and protect your business. Set it up right from the very beginning. Um, you know, I know a lot of people use cash app and all that. So I'm not knocking anybody if you use cash app, but get a business account, like do the things. <laughs> Cause I, I, if you are doing, if you have a conversation with Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola is interested in your product or your service, and they want to bring you in to train their uh, sales team, I I cannot imagine that they're going to take you serious if you say, can you cash out? Like, <laughs> they, that's, that's probably going to make them think twice <laughs> about extending that opportunity to you. You want to show up like a real, like a serious business owner. Get your contracts in place. Get your business account in place. Make sure you're taking care of your financial house with a tax consultant, a tax professional. Those are the things that I would say in the very beginning, do not like skip those things. You can, I'd rather you almost not get a website. Mm. Like put the website to the side and invest in making sure that your business is protected and that you have the right, um, your business, you, you set up the right um, business formation for yourself or the right entity for yourself and your family. Um, rather than just, you know, I'm going to be a DBA and I'm going to use um, Cash App. I just, I, 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 my skin really crawls when people are like, do, I can just, do you have Cash App? No, I don't have Cash App. I don't Cash App. Anymore. Right. Especially when it's real easy today with Skype and PayPal. You know, I prefer Skype even over PayPal because I'm able to create those order forms and be able to create a subscription. People who pay you on monthly or just a one time yeah. pay. And you yeah. get your money right away. Yeah. I mean, there's just other options out there. And I think that there's other options that when you when you think about your client, you know, and even an opportunity with a corporate client that may not be your ideal client. But if a corporate if you meet someone at an event and they're like, oh, my God, we need you at Coca-Cola or we need you to come in and speak to our Mary Kay, you know, organization um, or we want to bring you in and speak to our AT, like to AT&T, you're not going to be like, oh my God, no, I'm not coming. You're going to be like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> and you need to show up in a way that they're going to take you serious as a business owner. So you just never know what that relationship can turn into. That may be a six figure relationship by itself. Well, that's good. So tip number three is get a business account, and I put in there: do not commingle oh. your funds. <laughs> Get a business yes. account. Do not commingle your funds. No, don't do that. <laughs> so you just need to make sure you're clear about you have a personal account and you have a business account. So um, how much, if, if your business is going to sustain some portion of your personal, um, you know, expenses and household expenses and responsibilities. Get clear about what that amount is. And just like um, in your job, you get paid every two weeks or once a month or whatever that is, you decide, you know, if it's every Friday that you're going to pay yourself, decide what that looks like. If you're going to give yourself bonuses um, for achieving certain goals, decide what that like. Just really. If you. 
if you want to be taken seriously as a business owner, those are the kinds of things that I would encourage you to do. You cannot short, you cannot cut the corner on contracts. Don't go Google and download a contract online um, without having an attorney at least review it and make sure that it's even going to protect your business. Because sometimes they like the contract doesn't, it's too vague. <laughs> And it doesn't have enough detail in it to do anything. So um, I just say spend those dollars. I mean, I um, I have a my brand is trademarked. So, yes, I, you know, I paid the dollars to have my brand trademarked. And I'll tell you, um, it feels good to know that I can call my attorney and say I need uh, it, it doesn't feel good to send a cease and desist. But I, I know that I can. Right. Because we have registered the brand and it's a registered trademark. That's good. I'm typing in the comments now. Number four is identify a good attorney to help you uh, form the business. Yep. Yep. You may have someone that helps you form the business, but then you may have a different attorney that actually helps you with the trademarking piece because those could be two different um, attorneys or it could be the same. But just make sure like those those are your like my team players. Like (laughs) I have my CPA. And I have my trademark attorney. And if anything ever goes down, I'm like, hey, I need to talk to you. Right. So I'm not having to try to find someone I've already identified and I've already established that relationship. Mm -hmm. So even if you're at the point and you're not sure, go ahead and identify who you want on your team. Have the conversation so that when you're ready, you've already identified okay, this is going to be my graphic designer. This is going to be my virtual assistant. This is going to be my digital marketing, you know, person. Like Whatever those roles are that you want to plug into your business. And I'm glad you said that because it's important as business owners and those who are wanting to start a business it is to understand that you have to spend money. You know, you yeah. have to... Yeah. You know, and I know at the very beginning of my starting a business, a lot of it I did myself, but I realized that I could only do so much, right? I could only learn so much. Um, What might take me a whole week to learn how to do, I could pay somebody to do it in 24 hours. Yes, and I'll say this, Markeith, you know, one of the, the limiting beliefs um, and the statements that we've all heard um, that and it stopped many people from doing anything in their life and in their business is it takes money to make money. Mm-hmm. So when I wrote my first book, um, Profit is the New Black, and I don't have one on my desk right now. It's like on the shelf. So um, we won't I, I can't show it to you. But <laughs> so the first book that I wrote, um, Profit is the New Black, Key Action Steps to Boost Your Bottom Line. I wrote that book to dispel the belief that it takes money to make money. Mm-hmm. What I believe is that it doesn't take money to make money. It takes action consistent action. Now, so what that looks like and what that means is some people will say um, they'll go through and try to sell their family and friends on their product and service and then they'll have an attitude. So this is a, um, but that's a, um, that's not a, a millionaire mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, Jeff Bezos, (laughs) Mark Zuckerberg, they're not trying to get their family and friends to buy, you know, Mark is not trying to get his family and friends to buy a Facebook ad, right? right, right. <laughs> He's not, not focusing on that. But too many new entrepreneurs and even some seasoned ones are chasing their family and friends down 
to the point where the family and friends don't show up for the holidays because you're going to be there. Mm. You don't have enough family and friends to consistently make six and seven figures in your business. Let's just be real. And they're and, and the truth of the matter is they're not your ideal client. Your family and friends, like, yes, maybe you got a weight loss product and all of them need to lose weight. But guess what? Some of them might be be happy with the way, you know, the way they look. And so they may not want to improve their health. That's that's their you know, opinion. Like that's their choice. Um, but when I say it doesn't take money to make money, it takes action. What that looks like is each and every day with this phone right here, you have contacts in there. People that have said they want to work with you, people that have said, oh, my God, I need that. Oh, my God, you should come in and train. Oh, my God, we would love to have you speak. Oh, my God, I need you to help design my logo. And they're in your phone. But you're trying to push your cousin to sign up and become a travel agent under you. And they're like, I don't even they don't even like to travel. (laughs) They barely got a driver's license. (laughs) So. It's it's focusing on those actions and activities that generate income and not getting stuck with the mindset that I don't if I don't have ten thousand dollars in my bank account, I can't start my business or I can't do this. Go get a client because guess what? A client will get you ready. That's right. That's right. Go get a client because a client will get you ready. That's a tweetable. Yes, 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 it is. <laughs> Go get a client. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Shante, we this has been a great conversation. I'm so glad that you were able to join me today. I like to try to keep these episodes between 30 and 40 minutes. And so what would you say to that woman, that young person, who, that young lady who is considering starting a business or has already started, what would you say to her today in 2019 about what's possible for her? Oh my gosh. You know, so I was basically the sky's the limit. Like you really each and every day that you um, wake up, it's, it's, you have a blank canvas. So whatever you dream and whatever you desire, you can bring to, you can bring to pass. Like, if it's if it's if it's a thought that you have, if it crosses your mind, you can make it become a reality. Mm-hmm. And um, another young lady asked me what I would share with a younger version of myself for Women's History Month. And so I'll share this same thing with if there's a female out there who's trying to get started, who wants to get started and and is struggling with. Her own, because we got a lot of head trash, stuff that people have said to us, loved ones, family, friends, and those kinds of things will stop you um, because you're like, oh, my God, I don't I don't want to lose them. Right. Or they see me this way. So I would say to every woman, no matter what stage of the game you're in, if you have it in your heart and you know that you're supposed to be a business owner, you're supposed to impact the world in that way. I want every woman to know that you are good enough. Mm. You are good enough. Like you don't lack anything. You don't need to add another degree. You don't need any more acronyms behind your name. You are good enough and you deserve it. 
That's good. You are good enough and you deserve it. Awesome. Yeah. Shantae, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and let everyone know how can they reach out to you and where, as well as buy your book? What do they need to do? Where do they need to go? Okay. So to buy the book, they can go to the profitable woman's playbook.com. So um, the book is $24.99. Shipping is free. So, um, and I think we still have some bonuses out there when you, when you actually grab the book. So get the book at the profitable woman's playbook.com. You can connect with me on social media. I'm everywhere. Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Shante Hawkins, but you can also connect with me on my website, which is profit is the new black.com. Again, it's profit is the new black.com. Awesome. And you see that right there on your screen in the lower third below Shante, www.profitisthenewblack.com. So Shante, thank you for joining me. I appreciate you being on you. this first live episode of the Marquee Break Podcast. I normally and we made it. We made it. We, we made, made it. it. <laughs> I normally just replay the video, but today we did a live episode and it did well. So thank you for joining me and I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. So I thank Shante for being a part of this first live episode. And I appreciate you being a part as well. As I stated before, type your questions in the comments and we'll be sure to answer those questions uh, towards the end of the podcast. But I wanted to invite you to go like the podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, or your Google Play Music so that I know that you are listening. And if you want to listen to this episode again, all you have to do is go to one of the podcast platforms. I definitely appreciate you being a part of this episode each and every week. There's a brand new episode in iTunes, in Stitcher, in Google Play that you can listen to every Tuesday. So thank you for joining me. And just remember this, always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded.